Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. I'm Amy, general contractor. I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home repair. Welcome to an electrical mini-sode. Mini-sode. We're going to be doing uh, more listeners' questions. What do you have? Uh, This came from an electrical workshop that I gave not too long ago, and somebody was wanting to know about changing their light switch to a dimmer switch. And a light switch to a dimmer. Okay. Right. So dining room, for example, it's like, oh, we want to have a little romantic lighting in here Mm. as opposed to, you know, three 60-watt bulbs coming on all at the same time. (laughs) Um, And so, yes, I I feel that that people can can tackle this um, little project. Um, It's empowering, too, because electrical is kind of scary sounding. And and you have to respect they do, and people people are afraid of electrical. Mm-hmm. Um, I find people more afraid of electrical than they are plumbing. Mm-hmm. People are afraid of plumbing though too, um, but electrical is like I don't, I just, I just, I just don't know. Yeah, I um, think plumbing you're afraid of breaking it. Electrical you're afraid of dying. Yes, yes, you know? and you know you could. <laughs> yeah, right. you could. Both are true. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so I really stress safety first. If you're ever going to start working on, you know, changing a light switch or changing an outlet, that you kind of know how things work. Right. Right. You know where your breaker bucket box is. You know what circuit you're working with. You have a tester and you're testing that circuit to make sure that it's turned off mm-hmm. before you actually start working on it. Mm-hmm. And there's um, a couple of different things that you can do as far as if you're going to change um, an outlet or a light switch. There's, there's something called a non-contact electrical tester yeah so it lights and it chirps if you get close to a wire that's energized and, and i would practice on a wire that you know right. is energized is, is and see and messing around with like other outlets even other um like if you have an extension cord live or a strip or something really yes. understanding because i think kind of like a stud finder you kind of need to know what it's telling you right right yeah. just a little bit of practice with that yeah. before before you actually Try and jump in there and, and don't and do trust it. your breaker box. No, because it could be it could that's be a whole other episode. Yeah, <laughs> on how to get that that because you know it's actually part of the code that it's supposed to be marked properly. They're yeah. not. They're so not. <laughs> right. Anyway, we'll, we'll so always just test the exact thing that you're going to work on. Always test it before you. Right. Right. Um, so and a dimmer switch is the and another so so you're testing before to make sure that it's off. Mm-hmm. And with dimmer switches, the thing that you need to be aware of is that there are some bulbs that are not dimmable. Particularly now with the LEDs. And fluorescent. Mm. Uh, incandescent was not a concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we started switching over to fluorescent, mm-hmm. that became an issue. You had to make sure that it was rated as dimmable. And then... Uh, now with the LEDs, you have to make sure that the bulb itself or the fixture, because I was going to say the fixture is an issue as well, right? 
Well, it depends. The the you know you now you have LED fixtures mm-hmm. that the LED strip is integral into the fixture itself, mm-hmm. as opposed to just an LED bulb. Right. Um, but if it's if you if you just have an LED bulb, you need to make sure that that bulb is dimmable. And with with the the all in one fixture, that fixture needs to be dimmable. Got it. So read on the labels, and if you don't know. I got a shot. Uh, yeah, I it would, depends on the age. I think of the right. Fixture. If it's you know a but, year old, yeah, there's a really good chance. But five years ago, the LED. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would say odds are that it was not. Probably not. Yeah, and you know we're talking. You know, I don't know. Possible fire, maybe. So don't hmm. don't push it. Yeah. Make sure that that make sure that it is, mm-hmm. and then then you'll be safe. Um. So yeah, dimmer switch. Um, changes out pretty much like a regular switch. You're going to have a couple of wires in the back. and Again, I would use the trick of, you know, take a picture. Yes. Of, you know, so you take your face plate out mm-hmm. and then you release. There's going to be two more screws that you take off to pull the actual, the existing switch. The switch will come out off. of the box. And then I would take a look, you know, take a couple minutes and look at what wires are going where. Mm-hmm. Um are there always going to be three? Are there going to be two? Typically on light switches, it, there'll be two black swi- black uh, wires that connect to the two screws. Or on a dimmer switch, sometimes they will have two wires coming out of the dimmer switch. It's mm-hmm. just a little bit different mechanism. So there'll be two wires coming out of the dimmer switch, two black wires coming out of the junction box, and those will get um, connected, and then a ground wire. Uh, read the directions. There may be a certain wire that needs to be attached on the dimmer switch, meaning from the hot wire coming from the box that's feeding the light switch. Mm-hmm. And then there's another wire that's feeding the um, the light. Mm-hmm. So when the light's on, both of them are going to be hot. When the light's off, there's only going to be one wire that's hot. So just read read the directions. and Any tricks for the... So you're saying most dimmers, they might have their own existing wires, in which case mm-hmm. we should use the caps? Yes, always, use those. always connect wires together with wire nuts. Unless the dimmer has the screws on them. Right, and then you'll make a loop. Make a loop in the direction the that the screw goes. Clockwise, yes. So that your screw actually helps keep it on rather than pushing it off. Exactly. Um, you sound like you've done this before. I have, and I'll one more, and it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's pretty rewarding because you're like, I did that, and it worked. Um, I think what gets tricky and is it's going to get really full. You know, that junction box, that box is going to get especially when the because I think some dimmer, actual the the dimmer device itself takes up a lot more room. Than just a regular, you know, up and down switch. Yes. So that's going to take up room. If it has those dang wires on it, that's going to take up mm-hmm. room. Your caps are going to take up room. Mm-hmm. Any tricks on that or just make sure that Patience. they... Okay. If you see that the, the box is really full of wires already... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if it's going other places. If, yeah, it's going other places. They're using that junction box or the electricians were using that junction box just for a junction. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, right, feeding outlets and things like that. Just look and see. It's like, mm, is this really going to fit? Because um, you don't want to be pushing on all of those things. You make create a loose connection. Yeah. Um, so you want to make sure that you definitely have... 
uh, extra room in there for those extra things that are going to be going. And what if they don't? Well, I would say, is it okay to, once your connection is really strong, you can bend those and, and you know, you don't strip too far back. And you, you may have to cut off, like let's say it was screwed on and it was bent around. Do we trim the existing wires in there? You can if, if you got have enough slack. room. Yeah, if you have enough wire that's left that's that's coming out of the box. Yeah, you can you can trim those back and and um, but not too much because we want everything protected in the cap. Right, right. You don't want to see any bare wire once you put the wire nut on and you've got it down there nice and tight. You don't want to see any bare wires. And then you can out. pretty much do anything you want with it. I mean, you can bend it around and crimp it around. I mean, they're you can to to a degree. I mean, yeah. you know, not back and forth, back and forth, back. And oh forth, no, no, just yes. to like make it fit to make it. You fit. don't have yes. to worry about it being pristine, right? As long as that nut is on, it's protected. Yes, and you can take a little piece of electrical tape also and That's wrap around that to wire nut and the the base of the wire so that it you know yeah. just secures it just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Cool, and you should be able to, uh, to in order to test test that that nut you can give a little pull on them because you and you oh don't, i really pull on them. and i think that's what you know you want it to work mm-hmm. and, and so you just kind of lightly pull on it and you should really kind of torque on it yes because yeah. then that means that that nut is working really and good. really yep. doing mm-hmm. rather than just kind of pretending to put them together yeah because you may not have a good it. connection in there if you don't mm-hmm. let alone for safety issues and then your light's not going to work you will have fought with all the wires to get it in uh, the box and then i think you should give it a try again. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful. Use use caution. Yes. Do you have another question? Um, adding outlets to a room. This, Ooh. yeah, this is this, this is dicey. Yeah, this is dicey. This is actually something that I would recommend for an electrician to do. Um, by code, you're only supposed to have eight to ten outlets per fifteen amp breaker. Um, so one, you'll have to know how many breakers and lights are on that that uh, circuit, right? Um, and then how many gonna, did you say? Eight to ten. Eight to ten. Okay. Um, and then there's you're going to have to cut channels in your walls to run the wires. You're going to have to um, drill holes in the studs so that your wires can run through that. It's it's pretty involved, and yeah. you know if you're just kind of a DIYer and don't have a lot of um, electrical experience and seen it done before, I would definitely just say let the electricians take care of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of a tricky one. Do you um let's say you have a basement or your electrical's going through your attic, you don't have to go off of an existing um, outlet. You could intercept it in the main line, right, and then drop it down through. I'm I'm worried about the all the drywall repair, but you can add theoretically. You could add something without having to to bust up your wall if you can find it in an area where it's not finished, like the attic or the basement. Right. Sure. Sure. Okay. But if you you have a, you know a wall. Yeah, I guess new construction. You got a it's ten all going foot right, a ten foot wall, and you want to add. One outlet six feet away from the one that you have in the room. Yeah. I mean, the easiest thing to do is going to be to cut that channel and put a new box in. So, yeah. I would get an electrician. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I know that you're going to have to plan on drywall. Yeah. 
It's an involve. It is. Do a power strip. (laughs) (laughs) We're not supposed to say that, I suppose. No. No. (laughs) So check the circuit that you're working on. Make sure it's off. Be safe. And if you're going to add a new outlet, add more than one, man. Right. (laughs) If you're going to get an electrician in there, have them do a number of them. Have them do a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.